0: Welcome to the Doctors Changing Medicine podcast, where we feature physicians who are redefining the practice of medicine and changing the experience we have as doctors in medicine. We all know the system is broken, but we've decided not to complain about it anymore. We're out to fix it. I'm Dr. Una, your host. I'm a pediatrician and serial entrepreneur, but my passion is helping physicians create the freedom to live life and practice medicine on their terms. This is not just a podcast, it's a movement, a movement of change, and I invite you to be a part of it. Let's jump right in. Well, hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of the Doctors Changing Medicine podcast. I have been looking forward to interviewing my guest for today, Dr. Prem Tripathi. He is amazing. TikTok says he's a facial plastic surgeon. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Are we going to be talking about building a brand, social media? And I couldn't think of someone, you know, someone better to bring on to talk to you about that. Last I checked, he has like 623,000 followers on TikTok with 8.7 million likes. And I'm like, yep, I think he's the man for the job. So welcome to the show, Dr. Prem. Thank you so much for having me.
1: I'm very excited to be here.
0: Yeah. Okay. So I know I did the TikTok introduction, but I'm going to give you a moment to introduce yourself to the listener. <laughs>
1: Yes. So I am a I'm a facial plastic surgeon. I work in the San Francisco Bay Area. I am currently in a group practice where I'm the primary surgeon, but I do everything from facial aesthetics, surgical aesthetics, as well as non-surgical the face.
0: Awesome. So I'm going to get right into it, right? And I'm, you know, like, so you work in, you work in a practice, you, you work a job and here you are leveraging social media, building a brand, all of that, was that something you planned to do from the beginning? Like, how did you get into that?
1: Yeah, no, that's a good question. I think, honestly, like most physicians, we are scared about social media. I mean, at least from even a privacy standpoint, we don't want to put our face out there or have our family members there. But then you realize that with everything that we've done from going to medical school, to residency, to practicing, times have changed, right? And that changes from the standpoint of how we market ourselves, how we position ourselves as thought leaders, how we position ourselves as experts in a particular niche. And what you realize is there's no real way to get your point across and for patients and your clients to know you before they come in without social media. And I think there's still a nice, you know, classy way that we can make that happen without... Sounding salesy or sounding tacky, but I do think we get in our heads a little too much. So, to answer your question, it wasn't really something that I had planned to do, but it was something that I embraced as something I needed to do. And then it ended up being fun and following from there.
0: Okay. So, you've said so many things that we actually have to stop here for a second (laughs) because you said, you didn't plan to but you notice that times had changed and i think if everybody can kind of get this one concept it makes everything else makes all the other decisions easier times have changed and they're never going back so the way of positioning yourself as an expert attracting clients all of those things is just different right and so so thank you for for even starting from there and saying that and then you ended by saying you know i didn't know i was going to do this then i started doing it and now it's fun to think that building a brand on social media, being on social media, putting out content can be described as fun. Like I just hope everybody, everybody heard that. Okay. Now we're going to talk about some of the amazing things that have happened because you've embraced this, but was this always super easy or did you have any challenges when you started building out your social media, started on TikTok, all of those kind of things? Were there any challenges along the way?
1: Yeah, I mean there are definitely challenges. At least the first part is just being on camera. I think there's just there's no way that this is a comfortable experience to be sitting in front of a camera, but you realize it's you sort of do this every day with patients you just are not looking at yourself. So it it just became a, an issue of reps, right? I mean it's the skill, there's really not much skill. It's not like doing a rhinoplasty, right? But at the same time it is reps. But the other challenges which I think a lot of us have in the field is are we going to run out of material to talk about? are we going to still have things that we find interesting to talk about? Do we think that what we say is important enough or or not? Because it just becomes at a certain point, it just becomes second nature. And so we think that all the knowledge that we've acquired, everybody sort of has it and it's not interesting or everyone's already talked about it. But I think in obviously listening to the Entre MD podcast and talking to people that it's something that may have been said, but it's not said in our voice. We haven't answered the question in the way that we like to answer it. So I think the biggest challenges were, you know, overcoming my own reservations about social media and then realizing I'm going to do this. I'm going to do it the way that I see comfortable and I'm not going to run out of content if I continue to use questions and consultations that I do every day to fuel what I'm going to to ultimately make content around.
0: Oh, man, if you're listening to a podcast, you should head over to YouTube and what you just see me smiley like, yes, yes. Right. And. You know, if I may, you said, you know, nobody really wants to be on camera. That's something that, you know, like people would be scared of and things like that. But you didn't talk about acquiring skill. You didn't talk about getting the best camera. You didn't talk about any of that. You said it's putting in the reps. Like you just put in the reps until you get to this point where you're comfortable. So if you're here, and I, I say this because it stops so many doctors, right? Like I don't, you know, I don't want to put myself out there. I don't know what to say, all of that stuff. But if you just put in the reps, then maybe like Dr. Tripathi could start saying, and it's fun, like social media and fun in the same sentence, like <laughs> amazing. So now when you started building this out, how did you pick out what platform you were going to use? Right. Cause there's, there's LinkedIn, there's Facebook, there's TikTok, there's all the things, right? How did you pick which, which one you were going to use? And at the end of the day, which one has been the, the best one for you?
1: Yeah, I, so I, I started with Instagram because I think it's the natural transition, at least in aesthetics, is to show befores and afters on Instagram of your work. You know, connect with clients through Instagram. You know, run ads through Instagram. But I, I added on TikTok because my marketing team said, "Hey, you need to start making TikTok content because it's the wave of the future." And it basically became the full-time focus of my marketing because of the way TikTok pushes content out. So what I quickly realized is that the algorithm for for that app is very different than other applications. It really does try and find the people that you know really resonate with your content, hones that content in for them. And because I saw a conversion with clients walking into my door from TikTok at first, which I thought was a joke, you know, it ended up paying off. And so that became where I put most of my focus. I do think ultimately integrating the different platforms is important but focusing on one is is the key. That's how I really started with TikTok. And honestly, I still to this day shoot just with my phone on a small little tripod, no fancy lighting and and it's because of what you said which is better done than perfect. And I and I I really I truly believe that because honestly, if I were to fix the lighting or fix no one's going to notice. I'm probably the only one that's going to really notice it. <laughs>
0: I love it. (laughs) Absolutely love it. Now, I want to point this out, right? You keep talking about you're talking about social media, but you're talking about marketing, you're talking about conversion, you're talking about people walking through the door and all of that stuff. So you're not playing on social media. You're building a brand, right? And you're growing your practice even as an employed physician with social media. So talk to me about the mindset, the mindset, because there are some people who are after virality. Like I just, oh, my video went live, I had all these likes and all that, which you have that. But in in listening to you, I hear somebody who is clear and strategic about the way they show up on social media, right? So talk, talk to, speak to that a little bit.
1: Yeah, so I think, you know, Obviously, get going viral and having a video do well is great, and I think it like fuels this dopamine rush that we all kind of like with social media. But ultimately, if if that's all that happens, and and your goal is to be a social media star, then you fulfill that. But if your goal is to really convert clients, then I think the strategic part comes in first, at least for me, is tracking every client that walks in my door and how they found out about me. So I, I do I've done that from the very beginning how they find out? They get that question asked about three times. So when I started seeing more TikTok as a referral, which again, I thought was a joke, I realized that I was answering the same questions that my patients in the office were asking me. And because of that, I was then able to share that with millions of more people in a, in a short form and then it, the cycle just sort of repeats itself. And, and I do notice that when there's an uptick in a viral video, specifically with TikTok, then that drives more patients coming in the door. That helps me get more questions and more inspiration for content creation. And then it, it just keeps going from there.
0: And so if, if, if someone is like, oh my goodness, I've just been, I've been on social media, like a social media star, and I want to start that process of using it as a strategic part of my brand building and, you know, getting new clients or new patients and stuff like that. What, what is, what is one thing? I mean, there are many things, but what is one thing you can tell that person to start making that shift?
1: Yeah, I think one, one real important thing is, is finding your niche or finding your voice. And there might be thousands of, there there are thousands of dermatologists and plastic surgeons and doctors on social media, but we really all have a specific passion and a specific way of, you know, conveying that information. So for me, for example, I like sort of the cheeky myth-busting way of things I see on, on the internet and how some of it works and some of it doesn't. And so that really was what drove me to create content in the first place. And so I think when you find what your passion is, whether that's Weight loss, or sleep habits, or or skincare, you're gonna find then your take on it and how you interact with patients when just when you're creating that consultation. So I think finding the niche is probably the the key because your audience is then gonna resonate with with that. And there's a reason why they choose to go to one person over another. And part of it is because that you you fulfilled that you know their question for them, but not just the question. It's how it came across. So that niche I think is the most important way to start.
0: Love it. Okay. So don't go talk to all the peoples. (laughs) Talk to your people, find your people and talk to them. All right. So now doing this, because for me, you know, when when I see doctors doing what you do, I get so excited because it creates all kinds of opportunities. Some you plan for, some you had no idea about, right? But it just creates all these opportunities. So how has Showing up consistently and building out this really great brand on social media, how has that changed? You know, has it created opportunities for for your business, you know, brand opportunities and stuff like that?
1: Yeah. So I'll, I'll say that social media, and I can't, I, I really cannot emphasize this enough. Social media for my practice has absolutely changed both the life, my own life and the lives of everyone in my practice and everyone in my sphere. And I say that because it's it's allowed for multiple streams of revenue from the very basics of patients coming in my door, for increasing my brand awareness, and for creating a six figure influencing career. So uh, I re- I really cannot emphasize how impactful it's been. The first, you know, patients coming in the door is is great i mean that's why i'm here it's why i create content i enjoy doing it but i ultimately i want you know patients to be happy with who they're seeing the other thing is that i didn't realize that doing these types of content consistently making time for it every day whether it's 15 minutes or 30 minutes at the end of my day would then allow for me to be to show up in more people's eyes i think we all think oh, we're going to make this content and we hope it does well but just the consistency itself Does well for the algorithms, but that's allowed me to have brand sponsorships. It's allowed me to have travel that I would to places I you know wouldn't have gotten to partner with brands that I that I truly believe in, that I you know can attest to, and to then also generate revenue for me.
0: So I like that you just went with multiple streams of income. Like you went, you went all hardcore. You're like, it has changed my life, my life, life my sphere, this, my sphere has changed all our lives and it's created multiple streams of income. I'm like, okay, yeah, that's a reason to go <laughs> to go on social media. Now you talked about your marketing team, right? Because someone's going like, I don't have time. I don't have time for this, Right. And you talked about marketing team, but you also talked about being consistent, even if it's just, you know, the last 30 minutes or 15 minutes of the day, you know, putting out content and things like that. So where are you finding the time to do this? And so I was thinking, well, good for you, but I don't have a marketing team. Like, what would you say to that person?
1: Yeah, I would say it doesn't require a marketing team. So. Even now, while my marketing team helps with answering questions that clients ask or me editing YouTube videos, which I don't want to spend my time doing, I still make all my own TikTok videos in one minute videos and I set aside 15 to 30 minutes every single day, which I know we all have, whether it's a lunch break or before we go home. And that's it. I don't, I don't spend two hours editing it. I don't spend the, you know, five hours of whatever. I just spend that time laser focused on creating content at the end of my day. And I shoot it, I edit it within the app. I don't do anything fancy to it. And I, I do, I, I think you're right. I mean, so many people tell me the same thing. Well, I don't have time for it. But ultimately, the time commitment comes from what the motivation is, right? If your motivation is to have clients come in the door, then you'll make time for it. And I and I, I spoke about this at our facial plastics meeting last year. I said you could spend time doing procedures that generate revenue, and then you take that revenue and put it into an ad, or you can create content, which is takes some time and is free, and have clients coming and making money. So there's a there's a really uh, everything is about perspective and mindset, which I've learned at EBS. There's so much mindset into this. And while we don't have time for everything, we have time for the things that we make time for. So uh, I I do think there's time and it doesn't need to be fancy. That's my thing. I, I don't want to spend time editing. It doesn't need to be fancy.
0: It does not need to be fancy. We can do this in 15 to 30 minutes. And it's all about the motivation. And I think you have us very motivated, right? Because what you said is, it's changed my life. It's changed my staff's life. It's changed the life of everyone in my sphere. It's created multiple streams of income. And this is something you're doing in 15 to 30 minutes a day. So that is beyond insane. I, I would say that's a very impressive return on investment. Right? So that so that's good. And thank you for taking the time to demystify that. You don't need all the time in the world. You don't need. All the tech in the world. You don't need all the editing skills in the world. Like really you need to start and you need to put in the reps and you need to be consistent and do it strategically and and here we are. So so this is this is fantastic. So you talked about EBS earlier. So if you're listening to this and you're like what's an EBS? The EBS is the entree MD business school. And that is one of the ways we're connected because doc, Dr Prem is one of the rock star docs in the entree MD business school. And so I wanted to give you a moment to talk to people about what your experience has been, right? Like, cause you came in, you already had some social media stuff going on and all of these things, but you're like, I want to, I want to take things, you know, to a different level and all of that. So what has your experience been like? What difference has it made? And, you know, inquiring minds want to know, including me, I have no idea what you're going to (laughs) say.
1: So I I would say like, I think, all of us, most of us that are desiring to build a business, build a brand or expand know that there's something that we are missing. There's something that we want to do that's beyond what we've done so far. So that was my impetus for joining EBS because I felt like it it would then hold me accountable for the dream, but also create an environment for me to get to for me to get there. And so I think both from the mindset and the practical standpoint of the course it's it's been life changing i mean i i did not realize how much of this was mindset and and with anything entrepreneurial whether it's real estate whether it's medicine all of these things are mindset and we have we know it all we just don't think about them so ebs has allowed me to be accountable for building sales meetings within my practice so now, not only do we track where people are coming from, we create sales meetings, and then we create sales goals. It's allowed me to have a very streamlined marketing meeting that I have with my my staff. And so we have, again, goals, we see where we're going, and then we make a plan on how to get there. So it's allowed me to integrate so many facets and so many parts to expand, not only just my own personal brand, but the brand of my practice, the revenue goals for my practice. And it's allowed me to inspire my staff also. I think that the thing that we always struggle is, well, if the staff member is not doing this, it's a staff member issue. But I I take it back with what we learned at EBS. If, If they're not trained properly, that's on me, right? And so it holds me accountable for everything, every step of the way. And then it gives me a structure to schedule it. You know, I schedule... You know, we have our block times, right? We make blocks. I have work from this time point, make content on this time. I spend time with my family for these other portions of the day. And then there's no thinking involved. You just get it done. And it's so focused on the actionable items that it really does hold you accountable. And it push, gives you that push that you need to to fulfill that dream.
0: Love all of it. The mindset, the practical, all of it. And I think, I don't know, maybe I'll ask you this, right? I used to be, uh, this is way back in the day. I used to be a mindset snob. Like, just tell me what to do and I'll do it. Like, I didn't realize how, you know what I mean? And, you know, I, I've been humbled like over the years and I'm like, yeah, yeah, there's there's a lot of mindset stuff that goes in there. Was was
1: that you too? You, oh, absolutely. Uh, your
0: fellow mindset snob. Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, I just didn't, I mean, I, 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 you know, we're always waiting for the practical world. You know, how do we, what, what do I, what algorithm do I need to look at? What do I need to read? I just, but it, it doesn't, it, it can't work that way without the right headspace. It just can't.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that, that you and me both. We're the same boat there. So, so now people want to know, right? Where can they? Where can they find you? Where can they, you know, find you on TikTok and things like this, so they can follow and be even more inspired? Where do they go to find you?
1: So, my TikTok and Instagram and YouTube are all the same. It's at Doctor Dr. Prem Tripathi. And my, you can find out, you know, basically all my content there. I share content about skincare, about facial surgery, about aesthetics, trends. And I think it's a nice way if you're in any field to just get inspiration from your fellow creators to see what they do, how they do it. And that's sort of how I started too. So that's where you can find me also available by email, phone, text, whatever, however people want to to contact me.
0: Awesome. Okay. And these links will be in the show notes, uh, the show notes as well. Okay. So you've given so many gems that I almost think I shouldn't ask this question, but I will. (laughs) It's like, what final words do you have for someone? So they hear you, they're inspired. They're a little nervous, but they're like, maybe I'll do it. Maybe I'll put in the reps, right? Like what, what final words do you have for that person?
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll say there, there are so many people in the world that create content. There are people that have no expertise, no understanding of physiology, no understanding of medicine that create medical content. So there's just no reason why, as a physician, we should not have a bigger presence on social media. If it's not for you to generate income, it doesn't need to be if that's not your goal. But at the very least, we have an obligation as physicians to really give patients proper education to steer them in the right direction. And if it's to build your brand, to build those personal brands, because we have the most knowledge about medicine uh, out there. And if Joe Schmo down the street is talking about what works on his skin and it doesn't, then we have an obligation to talk about what does. So while it may not, you know, while you may not want to spend five hours a day, you don't need to, but we should be doing that. And there should be more physicians giving the correct information on social media.
0: You're just making me all kinds of happy because that's exactly the way I feel about it. I remember, I don't know if I've said this since you've been in EBS, but I remember as a a pediatrician, when, you know, pediatricians stopped accepting patients who weren't getting vaccines, I never stopped. And the reason why I did, not never, like at some point we did, but in the beginning, I couldn't because I was like, we are the problem. The problem is that there are people out there spreading misinformation and we're hiding in the exam rooms. And so the mom is feeding on all this stuff all day, every day, and then makes a decision based on the information available. I'm not going to vaccinate my kid, right? But if we were out there putting the right information, at least she can make an informed decision. We didn't give them the privilege of making an informed decision. That's the way I felt about it. And so, so you're absolutely right. Like, yes, that's a part of the brand building. Yes, that's a part of using a strategic tool for building your business, but there's also the part of, we have the most knowledge, our voices should be out there, you know? And so that is, that is amazing. Thank you so much for coming to share. Thank you for being authentic and just taking us behind it. Like, guys, don't worry about the big tech. Don't worry about any of that. Right. Like, so you really did demystify it. So somebody else can go like, OK, I'm going to do my part to to build my brand and all that. So thank you for coming to share your story. I really appreciate it.
1: Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor.
0: Yeah. OK, so you heard him now for Those of you who are like, oh, I want to build a business like I mean it. And I'm committed to building a six, seven, multiple seven figure business. Come check out the EntreMD Business School is entremd.com forward slash business. And this episode is an episode you want to share with the doctors in your life. Remember, we are the Calvary. The Calvary is not coming. And so Dr. Tripathi here was so kind as to come and take us on a full on masterclass, if you will, right? On all things social media and not just stuff you can put in your head, but things you can start acting on right away. So make sure you share this with the other doctors on your life, in your life. And I'll see you on the next episode of the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Now, this is too good for you to keep to yourself, so I want you to do three things. Number one, subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. Number two, share this episode with all the doctors in your life. Number three, share it on social media. Until next time, remember, you are a huge part of a movement. Changing medicine, one podcast episode at a time.